Don't say the follow your nose. Do not say the follow your nose. Say the line, Bart. Don't. Oh my oh, gosh. Why can't I be say killed line, now? Bart. No. Oh. Stop. No. No. Oh. Why did I have to live to this age <laughs> to have seen this dark day that this moment would happen? Why did this have to happen oh. to me? <laughs> it's like they took notes on what we said, went back in time and said, let's really mess with these guys. How can we piss everyone off? Recorded in our Nerdhaven studios, this is Pop Medieval, your host, Dr. Richard Scott Noakes and Nina McIntyre, discussing the intersection of medieval literature and pop culture on a semi-weekly basis. Now, back to your podcast. What, Doc? What, Nina? So it has come to this. <laughs> it is... We were not supposed to be here. We were not supposed to, to uh, record another episode about the Rings of Power. Yet here we are. We are here at Engineer Mike's urging. And if I sound like I'm full of dread, it's because we're about to watch the last episode, the season finale. And neither of us are looking forward to that. Is that correct? This is the life that we have chosen for ourselves. I, I'm broken. We, I'm a broken man. It's true. I'm going to quote you from the last episode. This show insists upon itself. Yes. Ergo, this podcast insists upon itself. We have to record this final episode. This is the Kardashians of the Tolkien world. Not worth seeing, and yet it insists on getting in your face all the time. This is true. <laughs> Something happened. I believe it was episode seven. Um, Engineer Mike broke and he insisted that we come together and do a live podcast. I don't think this would be a live podcast per se, but it would be it means capturing our live reactions to the final episode. So we're going to do something slightly different. We're going to watch the final episode, the, the season finale of... Rings of Power, and we're going to get our live reactions to it. So we have not seen it yet. The episode dropped today, Friday, October 14. We're just going to capture our live reactions. Um, do you want to do kind of a lead up to what has happened so far in the show, Doc? Do I want to? No, but as it is my duty <laughs> okay. to do so, I will. All right, so we've got several storylines. In the main storyline... What is the main storyline? I think the Galadriel storyline is the main storyline, don't you think? That's arguable. Okay, so the, the show is about Sauron, right? And how Mordor came to be. So I would argue <laughs> that that should be. How did Mordor come to be uh, on the, the Southlands, <laughs> The Southlands just kind of slow faded into red text Mordor, <laughs> which uh, I'm sorry. I started laughing when uh, that happened, but well. The short version of this is Galadriel got the Numenorians to come with her to come fight some orcs in the Southlands that in some inexplicable way, they knew exactly where they were from Numenor mm -hmm. and they went there. In record time. In record time, yes. <laughs> when they got there, they fought a battle against an elf that was one of the first elves that was captured and tortured by Morgoth named Adar, who presents himself as sort of the successor to Sauron, whom he claims to have killed. They fight a battle, but as it turns out, there's this sword relic that opens the floodgates and causes Mount Doom to explode. Everyone is caught in a volcanic explosion and thus Mount Doom becomes Mount Doom, throwing up fiery ash 
and now it, the orcs don't have to worry about night there anymore. And basically all the Numenorians either wounded or presumed dead or something uh, by the volcanic explosion. Isildur is presumed dead. Celeborn has been declared having died a long time ago. Uh, people who understand lore know that those two people cannot possibly be dead unless they've completely broken canon. In a second plot line, Elrond has gotten Durin the fourth to essentially go behind his father Durin the third's back and try to get some mithril to save the elves because their light is going out of Middle Earth and they need it to uh, something with the tree. I can't even, I'm not even clear what's going on. Uh, with that, during the third said no, during the fourth did it anyway, and he's kind of disowned by his father. The Harfoots, which is the hobbits, they're really hurt by the exploding volcano, even though they're, they're, they're somewhere else. The volcano is a kind of more general uh, disaster. They encounter these strangers who look like evil priests of some kind, who are looking for the stranger. Basically, if you're a main character in the Harfoots, you, you go out, out on a journey to find the stranger and warn him that these evil-seeming people are hunting for you. Uh, is that all? Have I gotten this up to date on everything? I think you covered it. Uh, no one of major importance has died, meaning the stakes in this show are still really low. Well, we're supposed to believe that Isildur has died. Which, now, I, I can't remember exactly. He is not expected to have stayed died, have stayed dead. <laughs> They're implying that he's dead, but of course he has to defeat Sauron later on. So uh, if he died, then Sauron's won. The end. End of story. Then, yeah, so exactly. My point stands. Then there are no stakes. There's no tension. There's no real excitement at this point. We know it's going to happen because we've seen the movies, we've read the books, we know it's going to happen. Oh, and we also have to talk about this character, Halbrand. So yeah, this guy, Halbrand, is supposedly the lost king of the south. Just to tip my hand, I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be Sauron. I, I don't know if you if you buy that theory, but I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be Sauron in disguise. Is he missing after the volcanic eruption? I'm actually not clear on that. Yeah, he. Oh no, he's not missing. He was found in the tent. Galadriel oh, found right. him, yes. and they run off together. He has a massive wound. For some reason, he's able to travel on horseback with her. It just this. This is a very silly show. Yes. Yeah, you know, they're going thousands of miles somewhere. Where are they going? She's gonna take him somewhere to be elf healed. I. I don't know. We're, we're going to find out. The kind of distance that took an entire movie to get through in uh, Jackson's. Exactly. Everything will tick and tie and make sense in the final episode, you think? Right? Sure. Episode eight? I would like to point out that we are coming up to the last episode of Rings of Power. And so far, mm -hmm. zero rings. No rings. I have not seen a single ring. I don't know if I've seen a single, like, circle to foreshadow a ring at all in this show. I'm disappointed. I suspect some ring thing is going to be the end of this episode. Or maybe they just abandoned all that. They're like, we'll call it the Rings of Power and it'll have nothing to do with the Rings of Power. Put this down in writing. If Caleb Brimborn raises a ring up to the camera and it fades to black... Mm -hmm. 
I, I swear, Engineer Mike has declared this, and I think I'm on his side, too. I think I'm going to throw my microphone at the television. <laughs> okay. I'm worried about this because I think it is extremely likely that you will lose both the microphone and television here. I think so. And This show likes that kind of moment. I have a fondness for this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that tied to the television, but we'll see. So, without further ado, shall we um, do this great task? Uh, let, let us journey together as a fellowship toward Mount Doom. Well, you have my microphone. We're going to have Ents showing up here. <laughs> what else could they possibly defile? <laughs> then he pulls out an ID from his wallet that says Sauron. I was wrong. The intro is the only place where we get rings. Wait, wait. Are Did you start it from the beginning? Hang on. You oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, we gotta watch this. For oh, Jesus. We don't need to watch the recap. I hate you so much, Galadriel. I want Sauron to win. I really do feel bad for that actress. She has to say some of the stupidest lines. I really hate her clothes. They're going for some, like, Florentine... Yeah, but like it kind Bronze of just, age. It just looks like a maternity dress on her. Oh, here we go. Finally, some I discussion. Mean, this kind of dragging this out for a reveal is... We know what they're <laughs> going to do. Again, the lack of stakes. Yeah. The second he started talking about smithing, I was yeah. like... Oh. I suspected when you started saying, like, not everyone is who they seem to be. I'm like, ah, crap, this guy's probably Sauron. And then when he went, he's like, I want to do some smithing. I'm a great smith. So the whole conversation between him and Adar where he said, hey, do you recognize yeah. me? Do you know who I am? It wasn't, do you know who I am as yeah. Halbrand? Oh. But do you know who I am as Sauron, who you betrayed and thought you killed? Yeah, I mean, she's suspicious because suddenly Halbrand is like good at smithing i don't understand why she would have any reason to suspect that halbrand is sauron at this time sauron so i was talking to engineer mike about this and we were talking about ways they could have fixed galadriel as a character like they could have made her a character just not a main character like maybe the second to the last episode whatever new characters they made they go and visit galadriel try to get advice or try to get a weapon or something like that from her and the big reveal is Galadriel is played by Kate Blanchett. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, and like, it's a big shocking reveal, but it's really cool because Kate Blanchett it looks exactly like she did 20 years ago when she starred in the movies. That would have been a, a really cool thing to do. Wow. We've got the Galadriel of the movies and this is a billion dollar show. They can give her whatever money she wants. I mean, who gives a crap? It would have been, yeah, stunt casting, but it would have been wonderful stunt casting. And we could have had a character that everyone recognized and a way to tie the movies to the television show. I don't know what's going on. I don't think it really matters, but... um. <laughs> But you could have new characters and still have that unity with the old movies. So I, I don't know why they didn't think about doing that. Why did we have to have Gladriel be the audience surrogate? Oh my god. Now here's the thing. Is it? Is this a different timeline? We don't know if this is even on the same timeline. Is this supposed to be Gandalf? I really hope not. It just said he fell from a star. Wait, where? what was Gandalf's origin again? On a boat in Lindon. Well, why do they think he's Sauron then? This might be, and this might be a different timeline. Oh, so is he the early Sauron? This might be way in the past, maybe. 
So they're Westworlding this. Yeah, they're doing a Westworld. They're doing a fourth season of Westworld. On this episode of Dairy Girls. Yeah, if I were LARPing D and D, this would be really fun. <sighs> Please don't be Gandalf. Oh, for God's sakes. Oh, is he become Tom Bombadil? No, Tom has gotta be much older than this, right? Hey ho har har hey bombadilly. Tom Bombadil! Tom Bombadil! I'm remembering it. I, I assume we're supposed Soviet to version. still believe this guy's Sauron. So I'm trying to figure out what emotions I'm supposed to be having at this point. Wow, I just made myself sad by saying there might be a next season of this. Mm. <laughs> she said duty. <laughs> we're at that level of this episode where we're making poop jokes. Thanks for the advice, Elrond, who never forged a thing in his life. Again, people with the explaining to Calabrimbor how to do his job. What are they talking about? <laughs> this is Uh-oh. some new Engineer Mike that... is getting broken again. Yep. <laughs> what are they talking Engin- about? What is this? Nothing. This is all new information. <laughs> there was nothing. What is that? Did she get that from Tolkien? What the hell was that? It would make sense for him to be Saruman. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like that. Here's the problem, though, Doc. That's good writing, and that doesn't exist on this show. You've never seen In the Name of the Father. Engineer Mike, who's Irish, has never seen In the Name of the Father. Daniel Day-Lewis, who is uh, saying goodbye to Pete Pauls the White on the boat. Don't say to follow your nose. Do not say to follow your nose. Please don't say it. Don't say what what smells good, and don't say to follow say your nose. Say the line, Bart! Don't. Oh, my oh. gosh. Why can't I be killed now? No. Stop. No. No. Why did I have to live to this age (laughs) to have seen this dark day that this moment would happen? Why did this have to happen to me? Oh, my gosh. Wow. I've, I've never suffered like this. It's like they... Took notes on what we said, went back in time and said, let's really mess with these guys. How can we piss everyone off? That was Finrod's dagger. No, no, she took it off his body. But then as it melts, she discovers it was just a cheap knockoff. (laughs) I do like the way they have her her dress there with the terrible costumes. I like the way they have it set like a sari. Mm -hmm. So we're going to slowly see a ring getting made, I guess. And they're going to hold it up. Are we supposed to be surprised when we see a ring? Have they even said it was a ring yet? Like, what's oh, the yeah, name they of said, the show She again? said three oh, rings. rings of power. She said three yeah. rings. Dropping the mithril. Ah, uh, there we go. Boom. Oh, it's an eyeball. So this show can't get volcanology right, but it can get metallurgy right. Oh, it's a tiny sword. You know, I saw that episode of Parks and Rec where Ron Swanson made Ben and Leslie a ring. It didn't take nearly this long. Oh, is that her boat? No, it's the... So Elrond's going to see the scroll and realize that Halbrand was not a king. Okay, it's a very big jump from... I thought he already knew. I thought so too. And even if not, it's a very big jump from there to he's Sauron. They all learn things the moment the plot needs them to figure them out with no evidence. When he fished... Galadriel out of the water and she's like what's his name Halbrand is not gonna come back anymore blah 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 I thought that kind of 
the show is implying that she told them both. Light reading material, Elrond? Huh. Wow, we're just going to hold on this scene. Yep, holding on the rings, holding on the rings, holding on the rings, holding on the rings, still holding on the rings. Flames, the eye. Ah ha ha, I am totally evil now. No one would have suspected. Look at my volcano. It would have been nice if they had not figured it out at all and they'd gone much longer. I'm, I'm just, my ghast is flabbered. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm checking on the lyrics to this stupid song. In the land of Mordor, where the shadows lie. I know I'm going to wake up like tomorrow morning mad. This is going to make me madder mm -hmm. and madder and madder. We complained about this throughout the episode, just how boringly predictable everything was. We went back and forth on who Sauron was. But at the end of this episode, neither one of us were surprised, right? No, not in the slightest. You know, I was kind of hoping against hope that they would do something that made more sense and not make that mm -hmm. wizard Gandalf. But there's no there's no peace in this world. We live in a fallen world, Nina, is what I'm saying. <laughs> we live in the aftertimes where a billion dollar company can spend a billion dollars on a show that nobody really asked for, that's not really aimed toward anyone specifically, yeah. and asks questions we don't really need answered. One of the complaints that people have about the Star Wars sequels is that they closed plot holes that were pointless to close. Like, no one was asking that question. Or, mm -hmm. fine, yes, you, you shouldn't have made a mistake about how many parsecs it was to do the Kessel Run. We don't have to make a whole movie <laughs> just to justify your stupid mistake right. on what a parsec is. This is doing the reverse. It's going back and creating plot holes yeah. that didn't exist before. Correct. And in the predictability, we've now ended the season... And we're supposed to believe that Isildur is dead. But of course, we know full well that Isildur cannot be dead. Right. And it's implied, uh, I think, she, I thought she said, but Engineer Mike said, she just said he was missing, that Celeborn is dead. Uh, at least he's been missing mm -hmm. for a long, long time. Right. Well, obviously, Celeborn has got to show back up again. Because he's got to marry Galadriel, she, right? He has to marry Galadriel. Uh, mm -hmm. He has to do all sorts of stuff. Or he has done none of those things. And it's hard to marry someone when you're dead. That's uh, That's one of the rules. <laughs> So, yeah, and he had such a small part in uh, the three Jackson movies, too. I mean, like, he was in the first movie. I don't think he was in the other two movies. He's not actually a major character in The Lord of the Rings, but he's mm -hmm. one of these guys. He's one of these characters who you know has done a lot, right? Even though he doesn't mm -hmm. do he doesn't do a lot in the action of, of that book. So um, Exactly. It actually creates so many more questions. Like, what has Sauron been doing all this time? Why is he hanging on that boat? Wh who are these Who are these weird cultic priests who seem to have come from you know some kind of i mean they can do magic and whatever while all the rest of the southlanders are like scrabbling in the dirt for cows and also the claim where the reveal like oh my gosh there is no king that line was broken a thousand years ago well that's really funny because the southlanders have been expecting a king to return to them that's a very good point and something just came to my head as we were talking so halbrand showed up on a boat, right? Yeah. And you and Engineer Mike were telling me that Gandalf's origin story was he just showed up in Linden on a boat, right? 
I wonder if there were some rewrites, like some last minute changes and how Brand was supposed to be Gandalf. Either some executives or some focus groups said, that doesn't make any sense. He's too young and handsome. It should be the, the stranger. And they were already planning for the stranger to be Sauron. And the same focus groups or executives or whomever said, well, that's too obvious. That can't happen. This does feel like a, a show that the reason that everything is so predictable is because mm-hmm. because it got focus group to death. Because there yeah. were note after note after note from executive. But what about if it's like the thing that I already know? That kind of comment mm-hmm. that then pushes it back toward kind of ridiculousness, creates plot holes... Mm-hmm. You know, we had the question about the Rube Goldberg machine to erupt the volcano. Okay, yeah. why was Adar trying to erupt the volcano? If it's because he's trying to make a land for the orcs, who set up that whole thing? Was it him? Was it not Sauron? None of that makes a whole lot of sense. I, I mean, I do think there's going to be a, a sense later on that Adar did think he killed Sauron. Um, but what Sauron's yeah. been doing in the meantime, I don't know if we'll ever know. Everything splinters off into more questions that just frustrate me and I at the end of the day I don't really care (laughs) you know I I don't know who this show is for I think that's my number one question is who is this show for and I think the answer to that is Jeff Bezos (laughs) I think the scene that defines the show is the scene that broke Engineer Mike which is the end of the penultimate episode in which when they ask what the Southlands should be called, caption changes from Southlands to Mordor. That kind of very ham-fisted, yeah. supposed to be shocking reveal, which is in no way shocking. And the show is just one long, ponderous reveal mm-hmm. that we're supposed to be shocked by, supposed to be surprised by. <laughs> Honestly, once again, I'm back to where I was. Why shouldn't Sauron win? Why should I root for the other guys? Like, seriously, (laughs) how are they in any way better than he is? They are the worst. I really don't disagree with you. So even Galadriel's like, let's make three rings. Why? Like, what what exactly, aside from the logic of that, yeah, the narrative requires it. That's exactly right. So (laughs) we're going to hear a lot of Engineer Mike on this. He went from being the one of us to defend the show, like he was an ardent defender of the show, to probably being the one to hate it the most. Like, I honestly think Daki hates it more than you do. Sauron is a deceiver, and Sauron had deceived him. He shouldn't be ashamed of what Sauron did to him here. The ultimate ultimate trick of Sauron would be if we find out that Halbrand's not Sauron at all, and Galadriel was Sauron all along, or something. (laughs) By the way... We totally dropped the Dwarven storyline. What's going on with Durin the Fourth? He just got disowned and that's it? Did he got... He got yeah, disowned he and his wife's was... like totally with him and getting a little evil, a little power hungry. She went a little Lady Macbeth yeah. in the last episode and I was interested to see where that would go and that was left out of this episode and that... Now I'm mad for a new reason, Doc, damn it. Here's her being Lady Macbeth. Here's my problem with that. She is one of the few characters in the show who I wasn't actively rooting against. Mm -hmm. But you know what? If she goes evil, then I'm on the side of evil for this show. She could be the the dark lady to the dark lord. If I wasn't rooting for Sauron before, I would be now if Disa 
goes evil. That's how I feel right now. Why do I feel like they have a long-term arc for Nori? To, uh, somehow they run into some other hobbits and she takes on the name of Baggins. And oh my god. I because I'm never watching the second season. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not watch- we're not committing to the second season. I want to sit here and say I'm not going to watch the second season. There is no way I'm going to watch the second season. But I feel that I'm going to end up being forced to watch the second season. Seriously, it is very hard to find someone who likes this. And I think early on, people chalked it up to toxic fandom. Which is... Not wrong. People came out and started go. Yeah, it, it started off with the, the toxic fandom, and then slowly people said, you know, the show is really not that maybe, good. Maybe, maybe the fans were not wrong in this case. Sometimes even paranoids have enemies, and sometimes, you know, uh, even toxic fandoms are fans of things that were that have gone wrong. But I mean, there you can't insult the actors. That's incredibly wrong, and that, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. terrible. But you can point out legitimate concerns with the show. Like the script, the way it looks, the decisions of showrunners, these showrunners, which have had no experience in television before this show. Oh, wow. Um, so this is their first show. <laughs> yes, this... The Lord of the Rings TV show was put in the hands of two douchebags who had never worked in TV before. Yeah, so... What the hell? I feel like whatever bad faith arguments that toxic fans had at first i felt like once those faded away the true criticisms of the show (laughs) rippled up to the top and they have stayed like turds but that (laughs) that's how i feel about this show and i i really do think we need to stop talking about this show because i am very angry (laughs) and it It is so hard for a show to make me angry because normally i would just not watch it i just say it's stupid it's not for me but, but we do this. This is what we do. This show insists upon itself. It won't let it me does. escape. It like sneaks into my house. I'll see this move things around. I vehemently said last yeah. March yeah. that I would not be watching this show. And I did. And I vehemently say I will not be watching season two. And likely I will. I will be sitting here in my living room, staring at the television show, talking to you, and watching this show at the same time. Yeah, and the worst part is, it's going to be, I mean, think of how many hours. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more than an entire work day that we spend on this yeah. show. I think they owe us reparations. Oh, God. I think I should be paid as if I were at my job. Ay. All right. Okay. So you usually ask me, I'm going <laughs> to ask you, anything to say for the good of the cause so this is a note this is something that parents need to know so this halloween as your children are trick-or-treating you need to check their candy very closely you know have an x-ray check it to make sure it's been tampered with because there are some sick people out there who are putting scenes from rings of power in children's candy (laughs) (laughs) so that the children will unexpectedly encounter the rings of power and these sick people uh, you know, they they ruin childhood. Bigger danger than edibles because <laughs> some people want to keep their edibles. All right, Doc, West Thuhal. West Thuhal, Nina. Pop Medieval was recorded in our Nerdhaven studio. Your hosts are Dr. Richard Scott Noakes and Nina McNamara. Our audio engineer is Engineer Mike. Our music is courtesy of Dr. John Jinra. For more information, visit our website at profawesome.com slash popmedieval or visit our Discord channel using the invite link in the description of this episode. 
Thank you for listening. Oh my gosh, I wasn't recording. No, of course I was. I was recording. Thank you.